let me tell you about this i just recently okay. started this podcast it's called the abstract podcast so abstract means you can tell anything and the audience will have mm-hmm. their own inference right so it's loosely open ended you don't have to explain what you are thinking or what you are saying it's up to the audience what they inference from you right so very okay. loose very calm chat uh yeah when i was looking through your profiles uh, a lot from youtube to instagram to twitter to linkedin mm-hmm. and skiing you did skiing at 101 oh yes yes <laughs> i i had a small accident last year <laughs> that's that's a little bit changed the course of my career oh you had that knee surgery i guess yeah but that's quite frankly it turned up a little bit better for me mm-hmm. like every everything that happened to me along the way on course of my 8 year career it was bringing me to my goals even closer even the bad things mm-hmm. all the changes i found no matter how stressful how painful they were i was getting out stronger mm-hmm. in some ways maybe not uh, in another even that even that uh, accidental skiing mm-hmm. uh, pushed me to end up in london actually uh, that wouldn't uh, happen probably i would be still stuck in very small apartment in paris yeah yeah which will not be as comfortable as is right now yeah so that up well that's okay so you so for everyone to know you mm-hmm. are born in poland you are a polish right and yes. then i was you... i was born in a very small country yeah 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 yeah. Very, very small <laughs> yeah 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 and then and you did your thing there you moved to first you moved to paris and then you moved to london right now right oh no 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 first first i was i was moving to usa i was oh. living in los angeles i was mm-hmm. living in chicago for a while like i spent like not all my like a full time living there but like a six months over two years i was traveling through usa then i moved to paris then i moved to london awesome interesting interesting so i missed that part so uh so whoever i have talked to right recently mm-hmm. and who has been to usa maybe for a year for two years or even who still still living there i have a lot of friends who still live there right so what they say about usa is that it changes your perspective it changes your perspective in a way that you start feeling like you can contribute a lot or maybe i mean it just tells you that uh there is much more to life and there's much more to explore in life and everything and and tech is absolutely uh, infinite there so what was your That's experience a, so my experience and uh, traveling to us like imagine ima- imagine myself like a, a couple of years ago when i was uh, 23 24 Mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. and that was my i was i'm coming from a small 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 town like 50,000 people mm-hmm. and i i see i was risen on hollywood movies or mm-hmm. of the of the movies of the of the of the whole world and i didn't i never ever see uh, abroad and my first travel abroad was to los angeles to the city of angels mm-hmm. uh that blew my mind completely yeah, like it yeah. changes your perspective then i realize you need to travel you need to push yeah. yourself into the 
most uncomfortable situations as possible mm-hmm. that will make you grow so fast so quickly yeah. Yeah. it's if you see me like 10 years ago you would not recognize me i'm not very <laughs> proud of the person that i came from the uh, small close-minded environment yeah 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 I have seen some photos of yours. <laughs> I couldn't I barely recognize you that you were the same person now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's true. That's true. Uh tell me about living in Poland. How was life there? How was your school life, your college life? And yeah, that life, that part of your life. Uh I'm trying to be politically correct, but uh Poland is a is a Catholic and heteronormative white country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is something that I missed. Full mm-hmm. of hate, full of uh, everything that is not normal, is mm-hmm. not very welcome. At least when I was a kid. Right now, this is same same thing that is happening. Mm-hmm. Like everything that is different than us was wrong. Mm-hmm. I had to. I was risen in the Catholic faith mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. deeply. However, like. I never liked it. I never liked to be the told what to do. I preferred always to go my own path mm. and make my own decisions. I, I hated it. I hated when somebody told me this this is how it is. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I want to yeah, ask, yeah. I want to go. Uh, so growing in Poland was safe for me. Mm-hmm. As, mm-hmm. For, as, for, as, for, as for Polish men, it was, it was good. I had the opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I, we cannot tell about multiple people plus I had a small advantage I was always good at math mm. this is funny because you mentioned <laughs> an abstract part piece of this yeah. Uh, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, this is something man. that also that I, ha- I had the one uh, episode when I was in college mm-hmm. I, I, was, uh, I don't want to brag about it because mm-hmm. it doesn't mean much but i did brag uh, about it man. <laughs> <laughs> no problem i, I did a, I, I did a mensa test and mm-hmm. apparently it turned out very sad for me because mm-hmm. uh, uh, the iq that was shown was 150 mm-hmm. which means i end up in the two percent of the population oh. i feel like an idiot oh. and in the terms of abstract intelligence let's mm. uh, emphasize this part this is abstract intelligence which yeah. means you can think and visualize abstract yeah. concepts you can understand mm-hmm. that somebody have might have different thinking you are a little bit better at solving uh, science issues math issues anything mm. that require abstract thinking doesn't mean that i'm for instance emo- emotionally intelligent which yeah. I'm not. I don't think yeah. I, I am. I don't think I'm a smart person. I'm an intelligent person. Mm. Those are okay. the two different, different things for me. Intelligence yeah. and wisdom. Okay, so this is interesting. So when you say this, uh, there is a difference between smart and intelligent person, right? So I can see what you're meaning by that. But if you want to tell whoever is listening to this, that what do you think a smart person and intelligent, what is the difference? So for me, if you are intelligent, if you are, if you are good abstract thinking, mm-hmm. you can solve the problem relatively quickly. You can find a efficient way to solve your problem, even if you are not an expert in it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. You can find a way to learn new things. You can mm. find a way to cut, to cut corners. Mm. Or to be aware that fa- what people are saying to you, it's not always true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Absolutely. From other hand, if you have a lot of knowledge, you read a man, you can read a many books, but if you don't have horsepower to connect all the dots and to take knowledge from those books, because you see many people, many politicians are very smart people. They um they have they PhDs, they have uh tons of knowledge, they read multiple books, they are very smart. But if they are intelligent, if they're making rational decisions, I don't think so. <laughs> it's yeah. not a measurement of if, if you are good. Hmm. If, if, I'm, uh, if I know, like if one of the companies said that uh, I'm intelligent, that hmm. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's just, just a one of many metrics. You can be still smart and be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so this is very interesting. So if you say I have met a lot, I have met a lot of people who come into that category of they're very smart, but still they are idiot kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's true. And intelligent people. Uh, so what kind of person you are? Do you want if you uh, figure out something? Let's say you figure. you figure out that blockchain is the first thing or you uh, listen to listen about blockchain today for the first time in your life what kind of mm-hmm. person you are do you go in depth of that whole blockchain uh, of whole blockchain uh, conversation and what blockchain is and everything or do you just read about it and see what people's are, people opinion people's opinion are on blockchain and then you form your own opinion after you read about that So I'm trying to simplify it in the way that I will try to simplify it to you now. Mm-hmm. You get a pyramid of your knowledge. Mm-hmm. It have three pieces. Mm-hmm. The top, the smallest piece is the thing things that you know, you know. Mm-hmm. The things that you are expert in. The second piece of the pyramid underneath that is the thing you know that you don't know. you know that this technology exists you know that uh how uh, black holes works more mm-hmm. or less mm-hmm. what or what they are mm-hmm. uh, and the, there's the biggest piece of the pyramid to the bottom it's the things that you don't know you don't know mm-hmm. the unknown you don't know that this technology exists you don't know that this particular solution somebody else is already figured out mm-hmm. you don't so my idea is to have one or two things that you are expert at mm-hmm. the things that you know you know mm-hmm. and as many things that you don't know as possible that you know that this exists but you don't be an expert in it yeah, it's like uh, with programming like my approach to programming if you would be a person that never code in your life before you never see it it's scary mm-hmm. it's super scary to the person it looks like magic But what I can recommend you is not to read the book about the language itself because we will read the book and you will not be able to connect those dots. Okay, mm-hmm. why why do I need this method? Like what is this variable? What do I need it? Mm-hmm. Like what I can do with this? You don't need to know how those things work yet. But mm-hmm. you can start combining them. 
you can go to 50 minutes tutorial that mm. will that you can build a blog for example yeah. and you know nothing <laughs> at the end of this tutorial yeah. but after that another one or if you start reading about languages oh okay okay so that was the control okay this this was the method mm-hmm. i i done that once i can connect it i can put it in place i know more or less how that works mm-hmm. you can iterate on that process yeah. but going through the academics of how processes works for instance in computer yes we got that on the uni yeah. which which was very helpful in terms of like a future career but if you want to switch career for instance to programming this is something that you can do it's required mm. dedication but it can be done quickly and efficiently you don't need awesome. to be an expert to be good at something mm. awesome so this is very fascinating about the pyramid thing uh, the top and the second layer so I, I assume for me it's more that I know the se- I find myself in the second layer of the things like I know about blockchains, uh, I know how it works, I know how consensus is built on that, I know about blo- uh, uh, black holes, right, how they are formed and what what all they consist, but I really don't know in them in detail about them, like why uh, blockchain was needed in that, so blockchain is needed is a very abstract question so everyone knows about it, but uh, what code went into blockchain or what is that algorithm? and why that's needed so i really never go in that depth of uh, so i won't be diving deep into a, a single topic and finding everything about it i would go and uh, know about a lot of things know how they work and that should be enough for me so that's how i think of problems and it's very interesting because i i won't say that i am a master of i know know a lot of things and know them well right the first layer of that pyramid so and even then whoever's listening to this maybe it's it's easier or it's better to just be knowing there there is a lot of benefits of knowing it and actually knowing how it works but even though if you don't know but you know let's say you know about black holes you you would be uh, applying those to a lot of things that you can build or you can uh, work on right yeah like look That's- we are living we are living in the world when it's very hard to figure out something new mm. if you want to play with blockchain mm. trust me you there is so many tools even yeah. uh, amazon that we are working on has released yeah. their own solution that you can create your own cryptocurrency you can play with the blockchain yeah. On the blockchain, what what everybody needs to know is a distributed ledger. Just mm. Everybody keeps tabs on every transaction. Yeah. You need uh, 51% of the network to hijack it, for example. Mm. It's not feasible to hack it. Everybody knows who has, who has what. Yeah. In co- comparison right now, the only banks knows. Mm-hmm. which is super annoying that everything that you need to do is to go through the bank. If I will want to, to send you money, like how can we do that? Of course, there are applications, yeah. but they also take some fees. I would like to transfer you right now in five mm-hmm. seconds. Mm-hmm. From uh, yeah. US dollars to rupees, from euros mm-hmm. to rupees, uh, from euros to, 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 to pounds, uh, quickly, yeah. efficiently. Yeah. I still see 
uh, assigns on some shops, like we are making uh, wire transfers to another country. It's like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So, uh, Carol, what do you think about? Uh, so, when we say about the current system of finance, it's it's more of the bank controls the autonomy of payments. So they are the centralized person who is uh, validating every transaction, right? So if you are going to transfer money from your account to my account, uh, the central banks or whatever bank is uh, taking care of the transaction, they will verify that okay, it's correct. Now uh, with blockchain, uh, we already have that decentralization that mm-hmm. uh, people would uh, have form a consensus that is this transaction correct or not, and then the transaction will happen. But the private players coming in, like uh, Ethereum and Ripple, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think the meaning of blockchain is still relevant with these players coming in, uh, with these their own cryptocurrency? Because these cryptocurrencies are privately held, right? So uh, a pool of people are there, and they are managing this whole cryptocurrency of there. And even though we say that. Uh, the people have the decentralized uh, way of uh, looking at and managing those transactions, but in the end, it's the private companies that hold all these things, right? The whole network oh, yeah, or ecosystem. Yeah. We we got the lobby on everything in the world. We got the term of free markets, which, in my opinion, doesn't exist. There are yeah. always couple companies that keep tabs on everything. Keep poor people poorer and rich yeah. people more rich yeah. this is their aim this is one they keep that said they will they will say us that yes we got the free market no we mm-hmm. don't yeah. you, are, you are keeping tabs on everything you see all those political decisions it's not driven by reason it's always driven by greed yeah driven by intentions and greed yeah absolutely okay but but with the blockchain uh, i think this is inevitable Mm-hmm. This is something that will happen anyways. I think company like Ripple uh, with the XRP token will succeed mm-hmm. in terms of finance. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons is some people might say it's centralized. So is Bitcoin. Over mm-hmm. 70% of Bitcoin is in China. Yeah. So yeah. that's central. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And uh, Ripple and XRP, they're working with banks, they're working with real institutions. There's only, I think it was, I don't know right now, but it was only only cryptocurrency that have real, real mm. world use cases, yeah. that they are really working in production. It's not mm. something that, yeah, we, we got the, uh, um, we got the paper on it. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's cool, but you don't have a solution yet. No, mm. especially with banks. Banks are big. Banks are moving slowly. They want they keeping money. Yeah. They are not very willing to take risks on the technology mm-hmm. that is un- unregulated uh, yet. That mm-hmm. is a little bit wild west. Yeah, I I have some cryptocurrency. I'm not really sure why I should pay t- pay tax for it. Yeah, absolutely. There is, is a, it's a kind of scary that <laughs> I don't really know what to do with this. <laughs> there is a lot of, I mean, discussions going on, and a lot of people really don't know if they really need to invest, they should be investing, or they are allowed to invest. Like 
everything that was so blockchain was or bitcoin was mainly built for people to do their own transaction right no authority we hmm. can come in and block those transactions coming out the middle now yeah but the countries have started taxing the transaction have stopped uh, uh, in india they banned it the cryptocurrencies and then they regulated it again so now i don't a people lot of people are getting discouraged to invest in these bitcoins because there is no clarity or no clear picture of how things are or things would work right that's why it's so volatile Yeah. this is this is this is the reason of the volatility yeah. um i think that bitcoin will be a store of value mm-hmm. it's will it's uh it is and it will be like a digital gold it's very slow but you won't use it to buy your coffee yeah you can do couple transactions only a second so mm-hmm. the current 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 system is a little bit faster yeah than bitcoin which was written in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but for the quick transactions we need a bridge currency. Something like XRP. Yeah. That uh, token that we going to use and we will not know about it. Hmm. For instance, if uh Santander in UK, I know they have the application using this mm-hmm. that they can transfer money very quickly. using using the cryptocurrency in the XRP token. No. Oh. This is also for banks. This is very good news having this kind of liquidity asset. Yeah. You got Nostro and Vostro accounts. Banks yeah, yeah. cannot just transfer money. The money needs to be there if you if you, if you wire money. So imagine you want to send a, a billion dollars mm-hmm. over the sea. and that will take you 3 days over mm. the times of 3 days there might be so much so many price fluctuations that yeah. you will lose money yeah so yeah. big big banks doesn't want to to put that risk blockchain will solve mm. that issue they will be able to suddenly we have trillions of dollars that were flowing around the market because we they would be able to do it right now it's in the safe closed we cannot touch it yeah Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, look at it this way. In the next 5 years, uh 75 trillion dollars will go to younger people, to the new investors, to the new generation of investors. Mm. Yeah. People that don't understand that all dated will pass their wealth to their kids, to their grandkids. And what are we what we are doing with this? We are going to invest in tech. Absolutely. So do you think in the la- in the next 50 years there will be a strategic shift in the whole finance scape? Oh, this is hap- this will happen in the next 10 years. The next 50 years I'm not sure man. This is something that is worries me <laughs> what will happen by 2050. Yeah. Awesome. So Okay, so this is I mean this is very really inevitable that bitcoins and cryptocurrencies are going to take over the whole scape and the finance i hope so <laughs> i hope so to make my life so it will, will make our lives easier our money easier uh, our elections easier and more secure our mm. our healthcare uh, our uh, 
groceries, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's a blockchain, it's not only a finance. This is not only money. They have multiple uh, places that you can apply it. Hmm. Yeah, so, okay, so if you're talking about blockchains, right? So one, one thing I have heard and read about blockchains is the technology is very not very scalable, right? Or it's it takes a lot of time to do a transaction. It, it takes a lot of computational power to do one transaction, right? If it's like a think, card. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, but uh, do you think this will be this problem will be solved in the next five to ten years? Oh, or it's 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 already it's already, da- it's already solved. Look at the performance of Bitcoin versus XRP, for instance. XRP was designed to scale, designed for speed, mm. designed for, for those kind of transactions we are talking about, mm-hmm. for the micro transactions. Oh. If you go through Reddit, if you go to Twitter, you got tip bots. Mm-hmm. You got also browsers like Brave, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was built up on the Chrome. Mm-hmm. Brave will give you BAT tokens. Yeah. Yeah. This is an uh, uh, audience token yeah. that for in ads, you will be getting get paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like for, for two months of usage, I got like five pounds. Yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. Just yeah. for using the browser, which I uh, normally do. Yeah. Why we are not getting paid for seeing those ads? Why I cannot uh, pay you a penny for listening to your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So, or you throwing in that and I will be paid for seeing or to hear to hear you. I want to pay one cent for reading this blog post. I want to, to mm. pay two cents for seeing this video. You can do this now. Yeah. You can do it. You you want to go to the video game and we all hate microtransactions, but they are there. Why they are not micro? Mm. Like really in the terms of sense of fraction of sense. Mm. We should be able to do that. Try to imagine the world when we can do we can we can do it. It will be a little bit annoying. We will have paywalls everywhere. Yeah. But so. you can have that automatically. So you can mm. see the web, for instance, in the browser like Brave, earn money, which you will yeah. pay for it more content. Yeah. So it's keeping everything free, but content creators making money and uh, yeah. content consumers also making money. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's okay. So I never, I never thought about this whole concept like this, right? So I mean, this will be a very. I I I don't know about it, but I feel like this is a very powerful concept of just changing how the user behaves on uh, the web right now. Because right now we are just going to consume web media, everything, right? And we are getting shitload of ads. And on that ad, the companies are making money, and uh, ad ad uh, ad companies also making money. But we are just getting fed a lot of a uh, lot of what you say, shit loads of ad that we really don't need to see, need to see, right? But yeah, if we are getting paid to see those ads, and the content creators that we are willing to read about it or see their uh, work. And we pay them. That that makes the web a whole new concept, right? And that's that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Of course, they will try to regulate it. Hmm. Governments want to always always take tap on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a piece of their pie. 
Yeah, absolutely. So this the only problem that I see with those regulations, they always try those things try to be regulated by people that doesn't know how to even use an iPhone, which is just kind of mm. uh, super funny when when you hear about it. They regulating blockchain, and I don't really know what it is. <laughs> Uh, that's the story and, uh, of everything. Nice that, yes, that, that companies are uh, keeping our data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they do. Come on. <laughs> Probably in the database in the <laughs> you heard about passwords in the uh, unsecured way, not even salted, just throw it at the database. I don't really mm-hmm. recall what kind of company was that, but that stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Let's talk about you love to bike. I mean, you recently bought a bike as well. <laughs> so Oh yeah, this has happened when I moved to London. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is a recent passion that you built or oh, yeah, so I was I was having a car for the last 5 years. Mm. But mm. when I moved to London and I get into the tube mm-hmm. and to work, I got like 6.8 miles, which translates to like around 10 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, to one side, pretty nice track. And by bike, it take me 23 minutes. By tube, it take me 30 to 40 minutes, which by car, it's an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Bike once. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, okay, well, so. However, pandemic, right? So mm. it doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. So you're also uh, really fond of bicycles, right? You love to ride them. You no, no, no. bikes, bikes, skis, uh, sports, um, uh, obstacle racing courses mm-hmm. <laughs> until until the until my accident. Yeah, <laughs> always always trying to be very active. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm a developer. I'm sitting for eight to ten hours a day. I need to mm-hmm. do something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, on that note, I also wanted to talk about that you also witnessed the Tour de France. And mm-hmm. what was that experience about? Fast. <laughs> like the, the fun <laughs> thing is the, the uh, colleague that I, I live with, live with in Paris for a, for a, for a brief moment, he's mm-hmm. like a big cyclist. Mm-hmm. So you get carbon fiber wheels, like dope bikes. Like he had three bikes. Like uh, uh, probably his girlfriend hate them because he prefer mm-hmm. bikes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tour de France is something that uh, I really enjoy. Those guys are machines. Yeah, this is something that also also worries me about the sport. It, sport is great mm-hmm. until you are a pro and some like a real athlete. Yeah. You have a limit. Like this is something that you are stretch, stressing your body to the to, to the limits. Yeah, that will have an impact. It's not. Mm. It's like my uh, my first CEO taught me. It's gonna cost you something. Mm-hmm. Every decision you make is gonna cost you something. This is like in the software. This is a trade-off. Yeah. Oh. I, I like I like I like to work out. I like to, for instance, uh, 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 run through the mountains. Mm-hmm. That the latest that I did was 25 kilometers through the mountains. There was a version of 50 kilometers, which was two laps. Oh, <laughs> and <wow. laughs> 
for instance, for, for I could do it, but I would literally obliterate my knees at the end. If I would mm-hmm. do it often, that I would not be able to walk after a couple of years. So yeah, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not, but that's a lot of stress of your knees. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just do it smart way, do it healthy. Just don't push it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what you're saying. So these sports guys, they what you do for fun today, for one time in a in a year or in couple of times in a year, they oh. do it every day, <laughs> and that's that's yeah. I mean that's something insane, right? You're putting so much of stress to your body that it's really not used to, and you do it every day. And once you get an injury, it's hard to recover for a year or two years, right? And I don't know. I don't know, man. I was I was super millisecond of the skis. One one stupid mistake, and uh, you crawl into a shower <laughs> for the next month. Yeah, absolutely. And looking for a for a person that will fix you up. Hmm. <laughs> awesome. So okay. and that happened because I was cocky. <laughs> I wanted to do something more than I was capable of. Mm. Oh, it's good to push a little bit your boundaries, but uh, you need to be careful. I learned it in the hard way. Yeah. Okay, so you're also you're in the tech industry for around eight to ten years now. And how was that first interaction? So, what was that first memory that you recall that? Okay, the tech is very cool. I need to be in it. What kind of that memory is for you? For me, mm-hmm. when I started working in the small Krakow company building Facebook applications, mm-hmm. that was my first uh, like a real job. Mm-hmm. That of course not paid. I didn't. Yeah. I was not <laughs> not get anything. Mm-hmm. I was the internship. Just playing with the basic CSS, uh, PHP at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the was, was wasn't more than that, but I remember that I was hooked. Mm. How how cool things we can build and fast. I started to thinking how we can optimize the whole process. That was that was good experience, especially that switching from my uh, first job. I was I was trying to be at different things over the uh, over the course of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first job I was digging a hole in the ground for <laughs> for for a month. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that mm-hmm. literally digging a hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to be financial advisor. I was a DJ for a while. Yeah. Uh, I was working in UK on the warehouses mm-hmm. uh, in the food industry. Uh, the club, those are, those are, those are various stuff I was trying to do. How, however, coding, programming gave me the most joy mm-hmm. because of the one thing you are always learning. Mm-hmm. You are getting better. You are, you can extend your knowledge. The, it's infinite. infinite. Yeah. Because the, yeah. There's no step ten and you reach the final, right? Yeah. So there are there are a lot so, of things that you do step one two three and you reach the step ten and you are there. In coding, that yeah. it's always never ending kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
The only thing is we need to work on our egos as a developer, as a programmers, as a developers, because mm-hmm. I tend to be. Uh, I, ha- I had a big ego. <laughs> People did this, mm-hmm. and that uh, end up uh, pretty bad for me multiple times. So, but that's good. This is yeah. good. I failed. I failed hard. I fell hard on my face mm-hmm. uh, multiple times, but it taught me to uh, feel like a dumb person all the time. And I know that I know nothing. Mm-hmm. This is something that uh, everyone in industry should learn. That yeah. if you feel overwhelmed, this is normal. Yeah. You. Oh. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable all the, all the time. If mm-hmm. you are comfortable, this is not working for you very well. Yeah. If you feel, if you feel that okay, this is good. I don't know to do anything. No, no, no. You need to have a little bit of chaos. You need to yeah. have a crisis. You need to aim for something. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're comfortable, you will sit down, drink coffee, and uh, you will not move anywhere. In the terms of crisis, we are organized. We try to find a vaccine. We try mm-hmm. to move, yeah. move as quickly as possible. But mm-hmm. only in the terms of crisis. If there will be no crisis. Nobody would give a shit about any vaccines. About what viruses? Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. So that's a perfect example as well. And okay, so I just wanted to go back to your point where you said you tried exploring a lot of things, right? from digging holes to from DJing to a lot of things and then you said okay coding is something that gives me a lot of joy and i really feel comfortable with it and uh, so i mean that's how humans are built right they need to start exploring what all they think they should be doing and then they figure out what's the one thing that they really love doing with, right so you can do a lot of things but you, if you don't love it you won't be going far enough with it, right? So if you if you did a singing today, you won't be going far away because you won't be loving that, right? And I see this as a problem in India because in India, this is not really... A uh, lot of people uh, or I mean the parents have forced or there's a preconceived notion in the society that uh, you have to become an engineer and then you figure out your shit and then you do a coding and programming. So that's how the engineers are uh, built in India, right? Or engineers are built in India. Mm-hmm. And so there are 1% of engineers that's a supremely cream and supremely great. And that yeah. the, you see them in all over the tech industry. And oh yeah, is, all, most of the big CEOs are in Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you see a 90% of the Indians who are working in a multinational camp companies and they really don't like the, what they're doing and they are not good at what they're doing. And and they're just living life because they were said that this is how you need to be. And this is something uh, I don't see people. Okay, so there are a lot of people who change that and they figure out that this is not what I'm doing and they move on and do their own shit, right? So that's a very limited percentage. But it's a problem when you don't see a lot of world or you don't interact without... There's a group of people that you interact with, right? Or 10 people of your friends and your family and relatives. If you don't interact a lot, 
different to this these people then you get surrounded with one thought that this is what i deserve and this is what i can do only so if you have to if you just figure out that this guy i am a guy who is just doing his college right now what would you say to me that hey rohan what's uh, you shouldn't be doing what's everyone has told you or you should be doing and you should figure out your own what would you tell me right now for for, for you in the in the college yeah so right now my mentality is my parents have said that once you finish your computer science engineering uh you can go to your placements and company will pick you up and they'll they'll decide if you have to become a software engineer or a qa tester or whatever right but i in 10% of my mind i really don't want to do that because that's everyone what's doing but i don't have a person who can i can speak to and say do i i really don't think i should be doing this but i don't know so if i can I, speak for myself what i would mm-hmm. I, i would say to myself is to find a company with people that you will feel you will feel super dumb around you want to be the dumbest person in the room you want to work with people that you feel that are exceptional you need a mentor mm-hmm. all the all the people that i see good or bad it's it really depends of what kind of uh, personas you have met along the way i had i was lucky enough to meet a couple of very smart people that taught me a lot that boosted my career and helped me out to jump to to jump years of yeah. developer or jump in the companies yeah yeah absolutely But you need to find people that will show you a little bit more of the craftsmanship of the code it really depends who you want to be i can say as a engineer as a developer as a as a technical lead how i came up to this place mm-hmm. and you need to be brave is there said than done but those changes you need to push yourself in the most crazy situations yeah. i had multiple opportunities along the way i remember when my first job in a language that i'm writing which is ruby yeah. i had the opportunity to go to one company which was placed in my in my city when i was studying in krakow and i had some we and i agreed to that that i will come to work on April 1st but i had uh, another one just just a interview if you look for a job to a lot of them mm. you can you can pick later on mm. yeah so you, i got another one which was los angeles startup yeah what it didn't have people in it i was i would be the one person and the company in paco it has mm. very good people very advanced developers mm. that could t- tell me a lot So yeah. what I did uh, of course I went to the Los Angeles company and mm. uh, let's go let's go big let's go let's yeah. go stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could do it without any help Yeah I did it but uh, I don't know if uh, I make a good choice I mm. did a brave choice and yeah. it paid off Yeah it paid pay off at the end I was able to build the software then I was able to build a team to mm. open an office yeah. to play a little bit as a as a CTO my first job was as a CTO of a multi-million dollar company which yeah. was 
But no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> I, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, don't be afraid to change. Yeah. Brave, scary things. Like I move from country to country. It's like a, uh, I remember one called the last year. From from one of uh, HR guys that the company that we are working for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I need to be in London tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Oh, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, don't. Yeah, just go. Absolutely. This is the one thing. For instance, I also I also wanted to leave Poland. It's diversity. Mm. Like I would not be able to speak with you right now. Yeah. For example. Yeah. I would be able to only stick with the close-minded Polish environment that doesn't really want to open themselves mm. for the rest of the world. Yeah. Every country have a have a different pros and cons, but uh, yeah, I'm I, looking for the, for the place to stay. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So this is the really, I I mean, this is what I have also experienced this that if you are there with a lot of people that you really feel. uh intimidated with or really feel that i you are useless useless in that group and if you just persist persist yourself and be there every time every day and you see yourself 6 months later you would be a whole new person right because you are learning so much from them and that was that was the case with my first company as well because i was there with a cto he was a cto of that company he built some really fascinating startups before he was building a new startup he has this team of really kickass developers and i was the product manager there and i this was my first, first job right this was my first job as a product manager and dude that was the scariest thing to do to go to those developers and talk about hey you have to build this what's the time needed for that because i was so intimidated with them because their intelligence right mm-hmm. you just give them a problem and they were uh, spot on that this could be solved with this 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 and you go there and two days after you they release something and the problem is solved and i really feel felt in, uh, intimidated with that but if i look back at journey, at that journey right after 6 months i built something that was really holy shit i wouldn't have thought of building that right and mm-hmm. i i mean that's because i was there with those minds right i was there and they were they were being bringing in that me bringing that to me right he you can go and you just think about it think about the problem and you'll find a solution for that so that's that's my experience as well yep but uh, one thing you cannot uh, hide yourself that you don't know something Yeah. Or you feel intimidated that you, oh my God, those guys are, are smart, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I don't know this. Oh, I I just joined a team and they have a lot of this domain knowledge, how their system work, and I yeah. don't really know where to even start. <laughs> yeah, but this is also always always something that you can use as your advantage. I often yeah. use that. I don't know if you see me at work sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling. people like to uh, everybody wants to be smart yeah everyone wants to, to 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 be in the top and be an expert mm. give that to people tell yeah. them tell them that hey you're the expert i don't know please help me out please give me a hand because 
you you just you just you just better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in this topic, maybe in general, yeah. people feel super good about this. That you are not trying to be above them, you try to work with them or uh, trying to use their knowledge. Mm. And somewhere I have like yeah. somewhere small tricks I, that you can use. I yeah. So this is exactly what I've read as well. That humans are just hungry of appreciations. So if you appreciate them, then that that human is going to do. Hundred and ten percent for you, because you just have to make them feel that okay, this you are great, you are good, and then they'll just go way beyond the road to just help you out with that. That's fascinating. Okay, so coming to the most interesting topic or most interesting journey of your, so you build or you you build the startup called so, uh, like social, yeah. Stripe I mean, social. I started. You, yes. I, you started, I, I, and you were the CEO there. What was that journey like? Uh, oh. Yeah, I was. I was the first developer at, uh, at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple uh, stakeholders. Now our lovely CEO mm-hmm. um, that we were trying to analyze YouTube traffic, analyze YouTube videos, mm-hmm. get an information from it and target ads something that we were discussing yeah. at the morning yeah, yeah. we were targeting ads we were very good, very efficient about it so mm-hmm. i was able to take the data and tell you uh, if you put uh, $50,000 into this ad you will get this result and we could we was able to go to to the xbox and uh, show them that if you put this money into this trailer you will beat playstation and uh, this how much we oh. could able to predict this kind of thing this is an example right mm-hmm. um, but we were working the big companies that you probably never heard of that owns all of those companies with the big agencies that are trying to target mm. it was cool as i was able to build a team of engineers in Poland from me to around uh, there was around 50 people in total there was 25 engineers and imagine that that was my first attempt I was young I was stupid uh, I had, had, a, had a large ego which came which turned into multiple this argues I was na- I was a little bit naive I'm a little bit smarter now yeah yeah I mean that's that's the passage of time that teaches you about these things. Mm-hmm. Right? This so, is what I'm looking on, on the interviews when I interview people. Yeah. Especially on the on the high, higher positions like like leaders or uh, I, I, when I was trying to hi, hire a CTO as well in my position mm-hmm. or like architects. I'm looking for a failure. Yeah. I think it's, it's great that you did a lot of things good, but mm-hmm. did you fail? Where did yeah. you fail? How did you fail? Did you have a conflict? Mm-hmm. Did your system broke down? Like, you need to learn the hard way. Yeah, I mean that's the most. Uh, what do you say? The most learning experience for you, because if you don't fail, that's that's of no use, and that's you're not learning enough. So you're if you're failing, that means you're not trying hard enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So I mean that's really okay. So just going back to if you are interviewing people right now, what would be your top three questions? Top three questions uh, about successes. Mm-hmm. Show off. 
Mm-hmm. Show, 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 show me what you got, some what you did, what you yeah. pride, proud of. So that mm-hmm. would be one. Uh, the second one is about failures. Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious always about uh, conflict resolutions, yeah. how you deal with conflict. So those are the three things. Technology is a, is a one thing because you can be very a smart person. You can have ton of knowledge, but you can be a dick to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this type. I like to work with this type of people. Mm-hmm. I really like when somebody is uh, not easy to get along with, but he's yeah. super smart. Yeah, yeah. Those people are, are easier to work with than, than you imagine. Yeah. If yeah, you want, I mean, if you want to grow them. I mean, I understand what you're saying. So because I have that experience now. And yeah, it's it's really fascinating to just see how simple things are and then, then what you imagine. So that's, that's one thing. Okay, so coming back to that question on Strike Social, uh, mm-hmm. now that you have so much context about life and everything, that you know that arrogance is a very bliss and not a very good thing, what would you do differently that if you start that position again today? Yeah, I would take eighty million dollars when it was when when it was on table. <laughs> uh, oh man! Okay. That was <laughs> I think that was that was that was the decision. I it wasn't my decision. I was just advising. Yeah. Uh, we should we, we should we should take the money. But uh, if I would do anything differently, yeah, a hundred percent. I would focus a little bit more on business, business less than on craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of good architecture. Mm-hmm. In, in some terms, it was overkill. Mm-hmm. You need to look for business value. Yeah. It's great that you're doing that and putting resources and time of developing. Mm-hmm. It needs to be justified. You need to say, hey, like we're going to increase our performance of Fabi by 5% if we do that. Yeah. Yeah. How much work this is going to take? You look. You need to look for this uh, Paleto principle: 20-80, 20 of the for eighty percent of the yeah. outcome. Yeah. This is what you will be looking for. And and other than that, you're wasting time. You're wasting company's money. It will retaliate very, 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 very soon, very quick if you're making no wrong decisions. If you're mm-hmm. putting resources in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's. I I have seen this interview of. Steve Ballmer, who was a CEO of Microsoft at the time of when they launched Windows Vista, right? So if you remember that time of 2007-8, and so uh, these guys, so Steve Ballmer was very uh, uh, enthusiastic about launching this Windows Vista because that was a whole new user experience or whole new OS for the computers and, and stuff, and they failed. They failed because they thought that this is going to work. Uh, so coming back to your principle of 20% of efforts and 80% of results. But what they were doing was 80% of the effort because they had 80% resources doing this whole Windows Vista thing, right? And just 20, 20%, uh, 20% of outcome because OS change really means nothing. At the same time, Apple launched their MacBooks. Apple launched their iMacs, right? And this failure of and the resources that were utilized for this Windows Vista launch and the gap of three years made sure that Apple's MacBook take a lead on my Windows and 
that is still going on man right so that's very important right so what what you said is if you don't realize that uh, you're going to do you're doing a lot of efforts just for some nearly 10% of your business it's going to backfire you and that's that's the clearest example i see of that right but we need to also also i also learned one thing mm-hmm. uh i had many situation of thinking, oh my god if we will not do this the whole co- company will go down if uh, uh, if we didn't release that feature if we, yeah. if we will not uh, fix that bug soon this is whole system will go down no it won't uh, yeah. in most cases it won't uh, I see various situations when Absolutely. system was going down when the performance dropping when we have like a multiple crashes yeah. when police came to the office and took like a half of the computers because yeah. uh, uh, one of the see not not the one from Saxos a different one uh, <laughs> had uh, illegal software yeah. in the company and yeah. they took my computer they took like a half the company and company is still here and they are <laughs> doing better than ever <laughs> after, after 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 multiple years yeah so we are we yeah. company will be good company will be always good man yeah this is those are the business size people smoke and mirrors tech yeah. doesn't even have to have tech this is what i learned you doesn't even have to have tech to sell tech mean uh, so carol i i'll be pretty honest with you brutally honest this was the person i was the same person who used to say this that if you don't build this we are going down man we are just going to lose 100 million dollars or 10 million dollars or 100000 dollars and that oh, was yeah, me that might happen yeah yeah that was me a year ago and now i realized that all of that was shit we just need to <laughs> calm down if things are going to happen it will automatically happen right so if you have a very urgent feature it will automatically takes it takes it post and you'll identify that this is really important or this is important that if you don't do this then then it's going to be pull up and i i <laughs> think that's that will come to everyone once they have that experience of having that trailblazer speed and doing everything and then saying no to 90% of things right so saying no is also very important in building stuff yeah and don't put that pressure on you that it will cost you this this yeah. money it's not one person's responsibility mm. if if i'm a tech, if i'm a tech lead and one of my team members break a feature and we lost millions of dollars so uh, technically i'm responsible mm. <laughs> not him mm. yeah yeah and not not even i like the like the whole company people that was writing this stuff before like it's not a responsibility issue we need to make yeah. sure that uh, it doesn't happen again mm. Yeah, we we got this in the, in the companies this is called the Nash equilibrium yeah i don't know if you heard about that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That, absolutely <laughs> in the game game theory yeah yeah this is not i didn't rob this it's not my responsibility can you fix it, this <laughs> it's not a zero zero sum game right you you can fix everyone's game but you won't go down to zero or you won't go have a minimum minus impact on that you'll just grow right so that's also one thing I I've, I've seen so many times in the company in the inside uh, conversation like yeah, I didn't wrote this like mm-hmm. I don't care <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. I I will fix that after you please you fix after me yeah yes yeah. cooperate this is the most thing that I don't understand in people mm-hmm. we don't cooperate as we should be 
that's very interesting it's not very interesting but it's it's really normal to see that but uh, i'll give you a very contra- contrasting thing on that if you if i talk to a lot of people that i know there is going to be 100 people uh, i talk to 100 people there will be 70 people who will say no to me or who just mm-hmm. argue with me right but if i go and talk to uh, a stranger that i don't know so that that happened to me recently when i went to this himalayas on a trip you won't believe i went to a village and 17 families were there we were a bunch of 10 travelers there everyone had their own dishes and they served them served us that day i we literally didn't knew anyone right so that's i think that's how people are built but internal egos and everything just come because uh you know a lot of things about a lot of people and i don't know man why these things come but really i don't appreciate that happening and that's something that i have also been uh culprit of to be honest we are we are getting thought over years over our childhood how you should be how you should behave how you should do is something that i ne- never liked and i prefer to be left alone and if you go it out by myself Mm-hmm. and rather than somebody tell me like uh, how I should go to church when I should do it which god I should pray to like yeah. I would love to make my own decisions about that like yeah. I don't trust that what you're saying is true mm-hmm. I learned that it's not for the, yeah. for the most people yeah. yeah we are be yeah we are being taught to live in a certain way Yeah. and we don't think that we are in the wa- we are all connected no matter how you f- how you look at it i'm connected to you mm. there is a, i there is a, i think crew like six to seven connections mm. if yeah. you want to see how how far away you are to donald trump i yeah. you can like do it in six seven connections yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely up to yeah we are close very we are very close to each other then we think and we need to all cooperate work together because in 50 years we will be very close <laughs> hmm. Hmm. yeah okay so this comes to comes back to my question on mm-hmm. you are managing teams now right you the majority of your portion or majority of your time goes now to manage team and yes. have and have people do people things right to yes. because tech is not a challenge for you know you can I'm do trying, try, I'm trying to push certain buttons yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what is that uh, experience for you and if you how would have you changed from strike social or if from when you started as a cto mm-hmm. and now you are an engineering leader uh, in a company what's that transition looking to you and how have you oh. changed in managing team along the way i was a lead architect for mm-hmm. for the VIP company mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. doing a sexy phone for small and medium businesses yeah for yeah, yeah. for our teams mm-hmm. that's in that company i was hired to split the monolith into microservices mm-hmm. to make their team performant yeah so it's it's a, it's a big difference when you grow from uh, one person to 50 people and from mm-hmm. 50 people to 100 and from 100 people to 250 people Mm. there is a big organizational difference that you need to make in place in order for it to still be agile still have the right velocity mm-hmm. 
and move in the right direction. So those are the things that you need to maintain while growing. Mm. Which which was very which is always interesting to me how to do with, uh, with the team that never had a, for instance, proper processes. I'm not saying about the set company, but uh, I see multiple issues across different companies. Mm. Processes, uh, trust in developers. I mm. see very often when company, hey, like we need a technical lead, we will hire someone. Like, try to try to put stuff in within your team scale yeah. them up teach them yeah. they are loyal which yeah. for me is uh, very important you can be a very good developer but some people are working the ass off they don't mm. need to be the smartest they don't need to be the greatest but they putting their heart and thought into into building something yeah. or they are very willing to do something let yeah. them let them feed their motivation like every one of us have a little bit motiva- motivators mm-hmm. somebody wants money somebody wants recognition somebody mm-hmm. wants to just uh, work on cool stuff other want to just be left alone mm-hmm. uh, with the work so we, we need to find those things this is something that i feed upon this is something mm-hmm. that i want to know what drives you and i will feast on it mm-hmm. i'll make sure your desires will be fulfilled as it will make you a good good uh, good employee you will be happy and company will be happy and try to find this balance uh, between the things that people want and the things that has to be done yeah. it's not always those hard decisions it's always excites me mm-hmm. because people don't like to make decisions especially if it's hard especially yeah. if it affects you if it's especially that if you were to make an impact that you don't really know like what will happen mm-hmm. and nobody really wants to make that decision to hey this is how we're doing this right now just make it yeah. there, there need to be always one person that you can tell hey make a decision because i don't want to <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely that's that's true that's where true. we go and i i really like to take this responsibility to be yeah. responsible to have this stress of if yeah. i did wrong if i did good yeah. playing the long game trying to predict what will happen if we do this what will happen if we do that mm-hmm. and uh, i learned it's not always as it look it's, it look it will be the things might be different plus every decisions have consequences not even not direct indirect mm. if you will promote somebody within the team you need to explain the rest of the team why you promote this person mm. and not not them yeah absolutely and both ways yeah oh and this was awesome yeah okay those, those are the what, what i can recommend there's a good book about this it's called the hard things mm. hard think about hard things Oh, yeah. I heard about it. I give you this it. kind of examples. Yeah. Very, very good for, for, for managers, for CEOs, for CTOs. Mm. Okay. So... The uh, game is changing over there. It's not, 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 it's not always uh, just a developer piece of the code, piece of functionality that you need. So this is organic, this is fluid. You can, you can mess things up very easily. Mm. Or you can see how people are messing things up. I want to emphasize that when I... Uh, I've seen multiple CTOs, uh, like people of 
with given authority and leadership over team. Mm-hmm. If they are new, if they are coming to the company, they want to change everything. Yeah, this is not how we want to do this. This is this is a, this is a new process. This is a new framework. You start writing this, you're doing that. No, it doesn't work that way. It mm-hmm. terms it end up miserably. People started to leave after a while because the thing is, as a leader, if you're joining a team, you need to understand this team first. It might be not perfect. Trust me, in every team, if I would be able to replace some people, if I would could do it objectively without any feeling, I will, I will do it. I will shuffle around everyone. Mm. You need to figure out what kind of resources you are working with. What's the skill level? What's the yeah. task? Can we can we can we do this like realistically? Okay, this is have to be done that way. But our team, for instance, is Ruby. Mm. We cannot write C sharp. Mm. And the, the, the solution that we are trying to write need to be in C sharp. Mm. So mm. we would need to find a way how we can fit that team or mm. move it somewhere else. That's or right. how we can fit that into our knowledge and technology. All we need to have to learn. Oh. You, need, okay. you need to make trade-offs. Yeah, everything comes at a cost, you said, right? Yeah. Understanding the team, their capabilities. Yeah. Okay. And their motivations. You cannot just say like this is I know for or with process. We mm-hmm. team is working with them with the with, together for years or for months. They kinda know it have their rituals. They ha- kinda know how to cooperate with each other. Uh, they know where to put the tickets, they know where to have dogs, they kinda mm-hmm. know each other. You cannot just jump in with uh, uh, break the door and say, hey, <laughs> we're changing it. Yeah. Okay, so Cal, uh, last two questions for you. First question is, uh, how many people have you seen? Uh, so we'll talk about the status game and uh, about money. So status is about uh, people getting uh, statuses by pulling others down. So that's how that game is done. And money game is, uh, the wealthy game is that to promote everyone to rise up and have more wealth on that. So what kind of uh, persons have you met till now uh, have these kind of tendencies? So do you see these people, uh, status seeking people a lot or do you see uh, wealth seeking people a lot in today's? It really depends, but when I was working in Aircon, we mm. got 21 different nationalities mm. in the office. 21. And it's hard for me to see. They were, wasn't this. They were, they was not even, they were all human, yes. Yeah. But they had, uh, they had that in common. Uh, everybody was, most of people were different colors, different ethnicities, different mm. religions. Most of them atheists, yeah. uh, uh, but and different motivators. Some of the people were wealthy from the get-go, mm. have uh, parents as CEOs and CTOs of the big company. Mm. Uh, some people were from the poorer family. Some people were just ordinary engineers, like after study. Some people were uh, imported from China for, to 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 do. Uh, 
uh, internship in, in Paris, mm-hmm. for instance. So that's yeah. that's perspective from the Communist Party as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, there were people that are buying apartments, hotels, like bowlers, uh, CEOs uh, that wants to wealth money and the big company. And like, mm-hmm. it's very hard to put people into one plate. Yeah. Uh, and this is something that I'm angry about the whole world that we don't understand that my paradigm or your paradigm, what makes me happy doesn't make you happy, not necessarily. Yeah. Maybe somebody driven by money. Mm-hmm. I don't status. Don't get driven by money. Get uh, get happiness in the thing you're doing or get get better at it, money will come, money will come. If you have opportunity to work for nothing, but with amazing people, do that. Do this, because in weeks or months, you'll be able to switch to different to get money, to get better money. Yeah, absolutely. That's really interesting. Oh, man, this is 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 really awesome. This is my this is my goal when I when I'm working with the team. Just make everybody a little bit better. Show mm-hmm. them take our tips how you can yeah. uh, improve. What kind of things you can look at. People don't really really do it. They they are given a task and they are fulfilling yeah. this task. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, make sure that your your task works later on. You need to monitor it, you need to look at it, you need to care about it. Absolutely. Right? Okay, so last and question. Also... Yeah, go on. Go. So, uh, as I said, with, with, with this uh, feature that, mm-hmm. that, that you are building, that you are finishing it, and that's it. Yeah. There's also phase of research. You, we got so many things that we can do to do, do, do coding, do programming, do pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. That why you pick that way? Maybe there was different ways. It would mm-hmm. be nice if you can know about different approaches. You don't need to be expert. Mm-hmm. But if you want to build a public subscribe, uh, for instance, a solution like something even driven, you mm-hmm. can use different companies, you can pop up, pub up, sorry, Pusha, uh, Kafka, WTMQ, uh, Amazon, uh, SES, uh, sorry, SQS, uh, okay. or many others. There, there are so many solutions that you can, you can pick. And oh. people are closing themselves, the thing that they already did. Mm-hmm. Okay, I done that, this is about the solution, we will implement this. Yeah. Okay. Or or you see the code and see how other developers implement. Okay, I, I will follow this pattern. Yeah. Don't Absolutely. really look at this. Like, hey, maybe maybe it doesn't work. Mm. Maybe it wasn't written correctly. We are taking this as granted. Like, okay, somebody wrote this. That must be it. <laughs> okay, man. So last question for you is. So you have seen, have you seen YouTube message, uh, Yahoo messengers and offer and that phase of internet. And now you see this phase of internet where brave, uh, browser browsers like brave coming in and the whole content scene is getting changed. Mm-hmm. Whole tech scene is getting changed with bitcoins and everything. What is that? Uh, how would you describe these 10 or 12 years from YouTube messenger to this YouTube generation? 
Yahoo Yahoo Messenger to YouTube and then how do you see this tech uh, change changing this tech industry in the next 10 years what do you think about it the next in the next 10 years mm-hmm. uh, we will see a huge shift in the financial space mm-hmm. we already revolutionized how we this how we talk yeah i can talk we are, we are, we are uh, how much kilometers like 8000 miles away yeah. from each other right now yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We, we can we can we can discuss in yeah. real time yeah we we can uh, send that, have a conversation via text we can send mm. ourselves uh, videos we can we can chat mm. we can't send money yeah. in real time we can't do that right now we can send the emails we cannot send money which is kind of weird especially that we have the technology so we w- we will see this shift we'll be mm-hmm. seeing more advanced uh, ai's mm-hmm. we won't see a singularity yet that we will need like 25 years to do that but mm-hmm. uh, we will see more and more advanced ai's we will see uh, self driving cars self driving mm-hmm. trucks mm-hmm. and i really hope that we will invest more money into the climate change and uh, the sustainability of the next 10 to 20 years as you see this is not looking good this is this, this is like the system that you are implementing yeah. we have indication that something is wrong with the system yeah. but our stakeholders doesn't care <laughs> yeah they absolutely. want to build new features yeah 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 <laughs> they want to make more money yeah Oh, the system man. is crashing guys no make my money <laughs> oh man that's a really great and ugly of that situation <laughs> yeah oh man awesome okay so bonus question for you last last question so how would you advise people to live life that's a very abstract question can mm-hmm. have abstract meanings but yeah i'm good at abstract <laughs> yeah yeah go on how would you live uh, life with- how how should we live life ideally um questioning everything and everyone mm. you need to be very criticized about yourself about uh, the place that you live in about your habits about uh, um your your own sins and issues mm. i got a few that i'm aware of i'm hiding them but mm. uh, always try to question like why there is and we have, maybe i'll put it this way we have an impact we have a huge impact will happen around us uh, the way that we think if you think that you have issues that you will have bills to pay that you have uh, um, it will you it will bring it to you mm-hmm. it's it's kind of stupid but the way we we thinking it's kind of shaping us yeah yeah look if we have water if we have family if you have a food in our plate it's good alar most of people in the world are not comfortable enough to say that which is terrifying yeah. like I, li- i i live in london i got every i got pretty much everything i have nothing to complain mm. yeah and what scares me it scares the shit out of me is that in the next 50 years most of like half, half of the world will be unlivable for for pieces of the year it will be unlivable maybe the place that you are right now 
which is yeah. which, which will the next 50 years will force you your family yeah. your kids your grandkids to move yeah they, that's happening that's happening i'll tell you this, that this happens happening. that's happening yeah <laughs> absolutely oh this is really it's getting pretty hot it's getting hot there is no water mm. and we can do something about it yeah. i recall one conversation about the system i was writing i that was that was an ugly conversation but i asked uh, one of the stakeholders hey should i start breaking shit so you will start carrying mm, that's a very because i saw a potential issue that is approaching mm. i see the issue that mm. it will come in a couple of months the system will not handle it it mm. need, need a little bit more i don't know horsepower or something mm-hmm. So, but as a developer, you can put a small bug in there yeah. that it will that it will make this problem faster. Yeah, it yeah, will yeah. be shown. It will yeah. start hurting business. Like yeah. I can do that. I can show you that will happen. How much it will hurt? Yeah. Or give me time to fix it. <laughs> and before before it will happen, hmm. we like to react only when the crisis occurs. We are animals that are learned that hey, if there's a lion in the bushes, run. Mm, but yeah. climate change and the issues like this doesn't come fast. They come very slow. That we don't see it. It's not imminent mm. threat. It's a yeah. threat somewhere in the future. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't care about it, that will just happen one day, and that day, everything's. Oh, holy shit. I cannot imagine that thing coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Really? Yep, awesome. I, we are just animals living yeah. in the small, small ball together. Yeah. yeah. It, Absolutely. That's a, that's a very abstract thing. People should be inferring a lot of things from that. Let's not explain them what's, what that means. Like. So we're just living in a ball very small we really don't have any existence or any impact on that i was looking at the place where i want to live when i will grow mm-hmm. old when my kids want to live yeah. and that's not my home country that's for sure mm-hmm. um, maybe here mm-hmm. but great britain in 25 years will have a water problem as well yeah Ooh. canada will have it as well that's really Most, scary man it's scary it's scary because imagine the pressure that it will put on the world when we will start migrating everywhere mm. one billion people will have to move from the mm. place they were are they will leave farms they mm. will leave all the vegetation we yeah. will start running out of food thyroid of water that doesn't sound good until we will do something with it our yeah. microphone charts are showing <laughs> that the problem is coming <laughs> Indeed, cannot yeah. mess with data mm. but with the, as with data yeah, I don't know if you ever heard about p-hacking <laughs> mm-hmm. if you want to if you want to check that hey uh, eating chocolate will uh, will make you lose weight you can perform a study that will show that mm. you will just pick particular uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> values that will show you what, whatever you want if you think about it you can research it yeah There's a, there's a so popular need... saying, there's a popular saying that says if you torture data enough it will say the story that you want it to say <laughs> so yeah absolutely 
let's that's a really great topic to end this whole conversation and carol this was a really lovely chat this was a very broad chat and i loved mm-hmm. every moment of it i'm sure thank you we connect again on this podcast point. yeah absolutely your last words before dropping off uh just let's remember that everything is a double edged sword mm. it's awesome. saying that internet is bad it's like saying that gmo is bad mm. like any this <laughs> is bad or whatever it's we are living in the world of probabilities not of the truths everything is pro- it's a probability that something happened it's a oh. probable we are not living in the world of like black and white black and white oh yeah 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 absolutely that's a very gray area that we are living in but you need to be abstract and smart enough to understand that it's okay, like also also like with gender yeah. you can be men and a woman yeah. are you sure about that try to look <laughs> at the sports where to put a line where is the men and the women chromosomes <laughs> genitals gonads yeah. uh, hormones psyche <laughs> yeah uh, what <laughs> there's too much it's too complex system to say hey this is the limit <laughs> no it's blurred everything is blurred everything is probable yeah absolutely that's it's a... something that is happening with 100% of certainty <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely that's a very abstract thing to close on carol thank you so much for joining in i really appreciate it man we'll see you again very soon bye bye thank you thank you rahul bye bye